Buying or selling real estate can be stressful. After all, it's not any old house we're talking about. It's your home. When it's time to buy or sell, turn to Colleen Benson and the Benson Broker Group with Keller Williams. Get answers to your real estate questions and put your search in capable hands. It's time for Keeping It Real Estate with Colleen Benson. Well, Colleen, I wanted to spend some time on today's show just covering some important terms. Every couple of months, we like to do this on the show, and it's about that time once again to just kind of go over different terms that pop up here, sometimes on the show, uh, but often as people will go through the process of buying or selling a home, they're going to run into these terms as well. Maybe they'll hear some of these things in the news. Um, They're going to maybe be familiar to some folks, but I really want to learn what's it mean, why is it important to know, where do we see it pop up in the process, and what are some of the mistakes? that happen around these different terms that we can avoid. So we'll kind of rattle a few off on today's show. This is by no means a comprehensive (laughs) list of every term out there in the real estate world, but a couple of important and fun ones to talk about today. All right, bring it on. All right, so first, Colleen, we have the appraisal. What is the appraisal? Tell us all about it. There's no getting around the appraisal. If If you're taking a mortgage to purchase your home, or your seller and the buyer is taking a mortgage, there will be an appraisal. And unfortunately, the appraisal occurs at the very end of the contract process. So in other words, once you and the buyer, seller and buyer have worked out details, price, repairs, credits, all those things, essentially all the financial give and take, then the lender sends an appraiser and the appraiser's job is to assess the fair market value of the home for the bank. Um, so the appraisal is paid by the buyer. Usually it's about $900 right now. And so, you know, that's what you expect. Then the appraiser goes out, assesses the price and comes back and lets us know if the price is the fair market value. Is it the sales price we've agreed on? So we're always crossing our fingers and shaking in our boots, waiting for that appraisal to come back. Because that's where the issues occur, if there are going to be any, right? What does that look well, like? Well, yes, if- because, you know, us us buyers and sellers and realtors, I should say, can drive up prices. You know, if we've got a buyer that wants to buy and a seller that wants to sell and an agreed upon price, it doesn't, it doesn't necessarily mean that's fair market value. The bank wants to make sure that we're not inflating prices and protect themselves on that mortgage, right? So the appraiser might say we've inflated prices and brings us back down to reality by 20, 25,000, you know, various amounts. And then, you know, the seller has to take that hit or sometimes the buyer has to come in with the difference on cash or sometimes the deal just can't come together and we have to terminate. So yeah, it's, it's unfortunate, but it happens. It's why it's such an important part of the process, right? I mean, nothing, there's no getting around it. Like you said, you've got to go through the appraisal process and both sides are kind of crossing their fingers during that portion, right? Yeah, and sometimes the appraiser's going to call, call out um, repairs that he or she feels that are lender required. And then we have to go back to the drawing board on some repairs that the, the bank's just protecting themselves so that, you know, the house doesn't end up back to the bank or in a short sale situation. So, you know, these are just the processes that they take to make sure that they're lending money on something that's lendable. So an appraisal doesn't necessarily 
hit on the actual value of a home in terms of the market value, right? Because you've probably seen cases where the appraisal is a lot different than the market value in both directions. So it's not like if you paid one thing for the home and then the appraisal comes in lower, it means that you overpaid for the home, right? It's just what the bank is valuing the home It's just what the bank is valuing it based on sold comparables. So if we have a unique property that doesn't have a lot of comparables, it makes it really tough for the appraiser to um, to price the property. So sometimes they will ask us as agents to provide our own comps and help support them in, in coming to determining a value. So yeah, it's it's not always what the market value is, but generally speaking, it is supposed to be. <laughs> Very cool. Appraisers. And every appraiser is different. <laughs> every appraiser is different. That's right. Yes. That's true. So that's a big term to know and understand. And uh, your agent will certainly help you through that process and then help you navigate around any problems that do pop up if they do. Adjustable rate mortgages versus fixed mortgages. All right. What's the big difference between the two? And when would someone consider one versus the other? Yeah, so uh, the difference between a fixed rate and an adjustable rate mortgage is that for fixed rates, the interest rate is set when you take out the loan and it will not change. With an adjustable rate, which is also called an ARM, you'll frequently hear it as an ARM, the interest rate could go up or down. So many ARMs will start at a lower interest rate than your fixed. So it sounds really great and appealing, but this initial rate it may stay the same for months, a year, or a few years, but then when that introductory period is over, the interest rate will change and fluctuate based on what the market's interest rates are doing. So that's the difference. What does it benefit you? If you are a buyer looking to buy just an average normal home, I highly suggest you get into a 30-year fixed mortgage or even a 15-year, as Dave Ramsey would say, and do not look at an arm mortgage, especially with the market the way it is now and interest rates so fantastic on on a fixed. It's definitely a um, less risk and um, better better spot to be in on a on a fixed. Now, arms come in handy in certain situations. Like for example, I am I'm in an arm on a new construction. So I'm building a house right now. And the new construction loan, they do an arm while the house is being built. So it's an interest-only payment. And then once the house is fully built, we refinance it into a 30-year fixed. So I am in an arm right now, believe it or not. And it's good for those sort of situations. If you're doing a custom build um, on a new construction or... I don't really know what else it would be good for, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) So the the average person out there, really fixed mortgage is where your attention needs to go. So when I started in this business a long time ago, over 20 years ago, arms were a thing. You know, interest rates were higher and you could get into an arm adjustable rate and count on that rate going down at some point. In today's world, it's just, it's not, it's not the time. A good lender and a good realtor will work together and help guide you onto the right loan for you based on what the market's doing. 
Well, if you have any questions about adjustable rate mortgages versus fixed mortgages, again, your attention should really be on the fixed side in most cases, but there's still lots of questions about those as well. Colleen can certainly hook you up with a preferred lender, somebody who's going to be able to educate you all about mortgages, get you pre-qualified, uh, get you ready for buying that house, making sure that you're financially ready for it all as well. Colleen works with some great folks here in the area, and she can put you in touch and get the wheels rolling in that part of the process. 503-830-9467 is the number to call or text Colleen to talk a little bit about mortgages or maybe anything else that might be on your mind when it comes to real estate buying and selling. 503-830-9467. All right, Colleen, what about closing costs? What are they and how much do they usually Yeah, closing? closing costs. So that's all the fees. Okay, so when you're like, how much is it going to cost me to buy a house? Well, there's application fee, appraisal fee, closing fee, escrow fee, courier fee. What else? Credit report fee, FHA, mortgage insurance premium fees. There's home inspection fees. So all of those are part of your closing costs. And you really want to have a great lender that's going to give you the information correct and as accurate as possible in the beginning stages so you know what to expect. And it's also good for us realtors to know what your closing costs are going to be because we can help you with negotiating some of that into your loan and paid by the seller. So that it's called an estimated loan statement and a good lender that's getting you pre-qualified, pre-approved is going to be able to tell you what those um, costs will be. So, you know, if it's a lump sum, you know, it could be anywhere between 3000 and 10000 depending on what your loan is and the property taxes and various things. So definitely a couple of thousand that you need to account for. Bigger the home, bigger the closing costs, typically an easy estimation. Bigger the loan. Yes, bigger the loan, more closing costs. Um, you know, the taxes, property taxes are prorated. So depends what time of year. Have the property taxes just been paid or are we about halfway through? Then we're prorating six months worth. Lots of details. I won't get into them all, but it's a conversation that I'd love to have with you if you're questioning closing costs. Let's talk, and I'll help guide you through it. 503-830-9467, the number to call or text to reach Colleen. 503-830-9467. All right, Colleen, as is. What does as is mean when you sing it on a listing? Does that um, mean you should run away? Yeah, I think that's a bad word. <laughs> oh, really? <Okay. laughs> no. A lot of times my sellers will say, okay, let's go with this price, but I want to sell it as is. I'm not paying for anything else. And I get that, you know, we don't really don't want to be bothered with a lot of repairs or extra costs throughout the closing. However, as is what it means to me is the seller is absolutely not going to pay for any repairs. So as a buyer, and if you see as is in the listing, you need to think about in the true sense of the definition, you know, if things are towards the end of their life, in the house or you see dry rot or you see concerns, red flags, so to speak, be prepared that you're not going to be able to negotiate with the seller on those things. It's so important to make sure that you are kind of making sure that all the I's are dotted and the T's are crossed. When you sell a home as is, you're basically saying you're you're not going to do any of those things. You're, you're, you're going to just let this. it be. Which be what means it is. you're limiting your buyer pool because buyers really need to negotiate repairs, especially like I mentioned earlier, if the appraiser calls out some lender required and a good realtor that is coaching their buyers through you know home tours as is basically if a seller says as is there's basically saying they're not willing to, to negotiate and that makes it really tough on a buyer especially if they see things that might need to be done so 
if you are a seller and you want to sell as is, I highly recommend that we talk about what that truly means. And there's always a way we can structure the offer to have room in there for some of the repairs that are needed so that the buyer feels comfortable buying the house, yet the seller nets what they need to net. And that's truly what matters. That's a great point, Colleen. All right, last term for today at least, days on market. Why is it helpful for a buyer to know the, know the days on market for a home? And should sellers look to work with an agent who has low days on market numbers? Yes, definitely. I mean, if us, as, if we as sellers agents are helping coach our sellers to price and present their home right, days on market should be under 30. I mean, honestly, in this market right now, now luxury is a different story. If you're up towards a million, that's a much slower market. Um, but anything five, six hundred thousand and below should not take more than 30 to 60 days to sell if it's priced and presented right. Means we can show it when we need to and it looks good and it smells good and it feels good and it's priced for the market. So days on market, yes, very important question. If you're interviewing uh, real estate agents, you might want to ask what their average days on market is. Hopefully they know. And um, ours is under 30 right now. So feel how good do, about that. How does that look uh, compared to the average market, Colleen? So average market days on market can be skewed. Right now it's 83. Oh, wow. That is... Don't quote me on this, but I believe that is day, the day it goes on market in the MLS to the day it closes. Whereas there's two ways to look at it. The day it goes on market to the day we have an accepted contract, okay. less than 30. And then depending on how long it takes to close the loan, loans are closing anywhere from 20 to 40 days. So you got to add that on. Okay, very cool. Well, that's good to know. So even with that added on, you're still probably coming in in the low 60s or yes. high 50s compared yep. to the 80s. That's cool. Yeah, it sounds nice to stay under 30 though, right? You know? It does, yes. You just make it work. <laughs> uh, but as a buyer, if you're looking at homes that have been on the market for a long time, you have to ask, you know, is that really an opportunity to negotiate a lowball offer? Not necessarily. It might mean that the sellers is just not that motivated to reduce their price. So the realtor can ask, you know, a couple of questions to clarify the motivation of the seller and see if it's anything worth pursuing for the buyer. Well, there you have it. Some very important real estate terms <laughs> to know and to understand. Days on market certainly is an important one to know on both sides of the equation. If you are a seller and you kind of have the stats laid out for you right there, Colleen and her team have really low days on market numbers. It means they're turning homes around getting them sold quickly and helping you move on to that next phase of of your life and the next part of your journey uh, with hopefully a new home that's on the docket for you. So you got to sell that old one in most cases first to get into the new home. And so if you need any help selling your home in the near future, do encourage you to reach out to Colleen and the team. You can call or text Colleen to start a conversation at 503-830-9467. Colleen serves you all throughout the greater Salem area and beyond. 503 830 9467. And especially if you're a seller, you might want to take advantage of the Know Your Price tool. Wait, isn't that the uh, Name Your Price tool? That's that's the Priceline <laughs> or something like that. I'm stealing their, stealing their advertisements. Name Your Price. Here, well, your we're price not doing tool. that. Sorry. Not, not exactly that. It's the uh, Know Your Price tool. Yeah, we can flip it around a little bit. Uh, if you want to know what you might be able to list your home for in today's market, get a realistic initial estimate 
of your home's value. If you're a seller, what will it sell for if I put it on the market here in the near future? Colleen's got a great tool that shows you that value and helps you uncover that, right, Colleen? Yeah, so just text the word listing to the number 77222 and we will send you a link. Click on the link to enter your address and uh, we'll help put together a an average market value for your home. Real easy, real quick, just takes 15 seconds on your smartphone. Text the word listing to 77222 and it gets you started. And the tool uses local data. That's important to know. And also, of course, uh, keeps you up to date as the value of your home changes over time. So even if you're not looking to sell next week, yeah, this is something you can still do and take advantage of this useful tool. So text the word listing to the number 77222 and fill out the information that we text right back to you. It only takes a couple of seconds to do, and you can find out your home's value that way. Text the word listing to the number 77222. Colleen, we're out of time for this week. Always fun joining you here on the show, though. Hope you have a great week, and we'll talk to you soon. Hey, nice to talk to you, Walter. You have a great week, too. Talk next week. Sounds great. That's Colleen Benson. I'm Walter Storholt. We'll talk to you next time on Keeping It Real Estate.